Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What kind of leads it to, you know, you being very relaxed. It's a long series. You're not too worried about that. And then you're shooting. Is that just something like you figure it's just a fluke game and won't happen again going forward? Um, I mean, whether you win every game at home, you still want to win one on the road. Um, in our history, we've always won one on the road. So, you know, uh, it's just nothing to panic about. You know, it's, it's the first team to win four games, not the first to win one. So I think that's where the confidence comes from, is just understanding that. And, and uh, as far as the shooting, are you talking about me personally or us as a team? Personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, I you know, I missed some bunnies. Um, my threes felt good. So... You know, I'll continue to stay aggressive. They'll fall. Um, but, you know, tonight they didn't. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, no, ten. No, no, no. Jared, Jared, four juice. Turn it up. It's the playoffs. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Wide open smart. Cash! And the Celtics have stormed ahead. This insurrection has them leading by 11. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. And with me tonight, it's my good friend, Mark Schindler. Mark, it's game one of the NBA Finals, and they say a series doesn't start till someone wins on an opponent's floor. Well, this series has begun. The Warriors' home crowd leaves furious and bewildered at the Celtics' 120-108 win in chase. In what I would like to call a tale of two quarters. That's the third and the fourth quarters. Mark, what happened in this fourth quarter? Man, uh, Jason Tatum, his passing vision was incredible, I thought. Uh, You know, he really struggled throughout this game for reasons we'll get into. But, you know, credit to him, man. I think it it sounds reductive to bring it down just to one series. But I felt like this this game was a real encapsulation of so much of what he really improved on this year. And that's just seeing the court, finding the open man. Huge, huge game for him tonight. And then Al Horford. I mean, Al was just, it felt like Al scored everything in the fourth quarter, man. So the Celtics are down 10 to start the fourth quarter. I mean, it's 82-92 to start Mm -hmm. the fourth quarter. And they absolutely dominate the fourth quarter. End up winning this game by 12. It was a blowout. I mean, by the end of it, I mean, they emptied the benches. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you would have told me, hey, Andrew, the end of this game is going to be a complete blowout at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I'd be like, yeah, uh, sure. You know, Steph Curry's probably got another, you know, first quarter flurry in him. And the Celtics, not only offensively with Tatum's passing and the shot making from, I mean, huge credit to Derek White. He had an unbelievable game game tonight. Six of 11 from the field, five of eight from three, 25 points, three assists. And the way that he defended Steph, 
sands the you know after the fourth the first quarter man i you have to just be on cloud nine i don't know how many more of those Derek white games you're gonna get but the fact that you got one because that was one of the storylines heading into this is that you're going to be able to leave Derek White. Peyton Pritchard's not going to be able to stay on the floor. Like, shouts to Peyton Pritchard for the way he played on both ends tonight because the lineups that were out there played pretty well. He's a plus eight on the night, um, or a plus 14 on the night. My, my bad. He was he had eight points, a plus 14 on the night. Just a really, really fun, fun game from the Celtics, a fun fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, you really hit it on the nose with with Derek. I thought, you know, he obviously he had really good moments in the Heat series, but like you mentioned, it was kind of, it ebbed and flowed. There were some moments where you're like, I, I don't know, but tonight, I mean, five of eight from deep was was all you needed to say. I mean, uh, his aggression was huge, especially early in the game. It felt like with with how much Tatum was struggling and just some of the woes that the Celtics had in general, um, he was one of the few guys who really looked good early in the game. So. Again, credit to him and the defense. Like we'll get into more of. He was so good chasing off the ball. Um, yep. Some I wrote about last week. I I I could go as wild as saying that he's probably the best off ball chaser in basketball. <laughs> it's close to it, man. Like him, him and Mikel Bridges. Yeah. Um, his ability to just stay stable to somebody, even though he gets run through a million screens, was awesome. Awesome performance for him tonight. So the Celtics win the fourth quarter, forty to sixteen. I think there was like seventeen to nothing run to end the fourth quarter. Uh, After the third quarter, I thought, okay, this is done. This is a signature Warriors third quarter. They, I was like, man, I don't know how you can survive giving up 38 points in the third quarter. Well, the reason the the Celtics survives, they put up 40 in the next quarter, but they won 38 to 24 in the third quarter. And it was, it wasn't like the first quarter where it was like all Steph. It was just, team basketball. This is kind of what the Warriors have hung their hat on all season is that it's not about Steph. It's not about clay. This is about collectively what we can do as a team. And to me, the third quarter run from the Warriors kind of started with Kevon Looney because they were able to, he was able to get offensive rebound after offensive rebound when their offense really wasn't cooking and getting those second chances got them the lead that they had until it slipped away. But, you know, I just, I think if Kevon Looney can continue to be impactful on the on the boards, I think that the, the Warriors are going to have a really good chance to win the series. Yeah, I mean, you, like he he completely outplayed Rob Williams tonight, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, like like you mentioned, just six six offensive rebounds. A lot of that was on on Rob Will. Just his, I thought, especially after the first quarter, the Celtics defense really tightened up, even in that third quarter, like you're mentioning. But they were so good at getting getting stuff out of second chance points, which um, especially for, you know, not that they're that much smaller than the Celtics, but the Celtics still have pretty decent size across the board compared to where Golden State is coming from. Um, their ability to really flex that was huge, especially, I mean, Draymond had three offensive boards too. Um, that was killer. And I think, you know, Rob had some good moments, but also they, uh, they I mean, what, what, uh, what the Celtics did in tinkering with, with their defense throughout the game was really interesting. You know, starting um, starting Rob Williams on Andrew Wiggins, that did not work. I don't know if we're going to see that again the rest of the series, but <laughs> it was, nevertheless, it was worth a shot because uh, Andrew Wiggins absolutely eviscerated that credit to him. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I think that's going to be some really interesting stuff to follow throughout the throughout the game. And, I mean, again, we can sit here and uh, Golden State lost, but the the amount of times that uh, the Celtics were willing to come out and play drop uh, was perplexing. Um, yeah. 
and a lot of that was with Rob on the floor. So I, I don't know. It was uh, it was interesting. But like you mentioned with Golden State, I think like Otto Porter, um, that was another thing where like once you get Steph, what he did in that first quarter then the way that uh, the Celtics adapt and start really trying to, to completely you know neutralize him as much as they can and, and what he opens up uh, with his off-ball movement, like – I mean, everybody just gets open. It, it's so hard to contain that with your scramble, even if you are playing well. And I think that's what a lot of the third quarter was to me. Mm-hmm. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, back to the fourth quarter, it all kind of started with Jalen Brown, who would just stayed aggressive. At times, it looked great. At times, it was didn't, didn't look so great as he drives in, doesn't really have anywhere to go with the basketball. But his aggression at attacking and getting to his jump shots was huge for them. And not only Tatum's passing, who finished with 13 assists, only two turnovers. I thought Brown had some nice passes as well that really got his teammates open. And then to me, the leadership and aggression of Marcus Smart, too. He wasn't on the court for the beginning of that big run that the Celtics made. But to me, like every minute that he played was impactful. Um, he just played with such aggression to start the game where you, if you're watching the game at the beginning, I thought, man, the Warriors are just dominating if you just block the score. And a lot of times mm-hmm. I had I was watching with my kids. And so my kids were literally blocking the score at times. Um you just would think like, oh, the Warriors are probably up 12. And you look up, you're like, how are the Warriors only ahead by four points? Like, yeah. what's going on here? And to me, a lot of that was Marcus Smart, who just, he was ready for the moment. And when, it, like, the the Celtics defense was actually quite horrendous to start this game. And they were leaving, I mean, you're leaving Steph Curry wide open multiple times to get that game started. Like, you're getting him into a rhythm. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is the NBA Finals. You can't do this. This isn't February. Like, you got to get this going. And to me, Marcus Smart was really the engine that kind of kept the Celtics engaged and in this game. Yeah, no, I think he really hit the nail on the head. Um, It was so interesting watching him because he really felt like he was forcing it to start the game to a degree. Um, I think he was 0 of 3 from from 3 to start the game. A couple of pull-ups that were like a little bit ill-advised, but the whole team was taking just random jumpers. Um, but like you mentioned, I mean, he had that like around the world behind the back finish into a into a um, into a floater. Like yeah. he was, he felt like the only guy who could get going anything into the paint outside Derek White uh, until that fourth quarter. 
Um, and like you mentioned defensively, I thought that that mic'd up that he had uh, during yes. the, the timeout in, in the first Maybe quarter. Maybe the best mic'd up the best in the history mic'd of mic'd up, right? Exactly. That was like the only one we've ever gotten that's actually informative and not scrapped clean. So it was yes. uh, that was fantastic. Yeah. He said something about how this isn't this isn't the heat. Yeah. Like you can't like you can't, you know, drop back. You got to play up on him. And then I, I mean, it was it was so. So good. Come on, Jay, me and you, Jay. Switch it, switch it, switch it. Get to the bodies, post up. Go, Jay, go, Jay, go, Jay. This isn't the Heat series. We can't start back. You have to start up, especially if they setting it so high. You start up and drop because we're chasing. Now he goes down into the paint. Right there, there it is. That was really, really there awesome to hear that. Uh, Jason Tatum, just an absolutely miserable night. I think we've, we've praised him some. Like his defense was phenomenal. His passing mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Man, he couldn't hit anything. He was three of seventeen from the field tonight. As I mean, the Celtics shot fifty percent. They were fifty, fifty-one, eighty-one tonight on shooting splits. And it's not like the Warriors were that bad. They were 44, 42, 73. Like both shot the ball well. Not a lot of free throws. That was another thing about this game, is like the flow was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Whether it was the Warriors having a big run or the Celtics having a big run, like there were a lot of people expected this game to kind of get in the mud a little bit just because of the quality of defense that both teams play, but it never really did. Uh, there was never like a free throw battle here. It was just to me, it was an entertaining game start to finish um, because of a lot of the shot making. But if you're the Celtics, like, a lot of people are going to point to the fact that like, you're not going to get a good game like this one from you know the shooting that you got from Al Horford tonight, you know, six of eight from three. You're you're not getting that again. Uh but I would also say you're probably not going to get one of five from three from Tatum and three of seventeen from Tatum. Uh I just think that this game one really bodes very, very well for the Celtics and the way that it unfolded. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I will say though, some stuff I wanna I want to watch out for that I'm interested to see moving forward. Um, I mean, a large reason for why he struggled was how how well uh, Golden State was able to really just hug everything that they were switching to to make sure Jason couldn't get downhill, especially like early on. I think you saw Kevon Looney get switched on to him at least five or six times in, in the in the opening few minutes um, and held his own really well, as we've seen him do time and time again. But I think it's more just like having the size that they, they do um, and, and the, the ability that they have to flatten out everything that they do through their switching and just keeping things in front was really impressive. And I think that really uh, is going to be something I'm interested to see how, how the Celtics try and counter some of that uh, in game two to get, get Tatum some easier looks, get him downhill more, um, you know, whether or not, like it felt like tonight, it was a lot of Tatum running the offense compared to, you know, what we're used to with Marcus Smart running the offense. Obviously Derek White took over more later. I would be interested to see how much that's going to change. Um, but the other thing too, Grant Williams really struggled tonight. Um, yeah. Not, not necessarily, uh, entirely his fault, but like the Golden State was very clearly like, okay, we want to get him and then run run him through as many screens as possible. Uh, and he really struggled to keep up with that. That's not really his game. Offensively, wasn't really there either. So that's going to be interesting as well, especially considering how good he was against the Heat. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. On Golden State's side, you know, Steph Curry had a historic first quarter, 
at six three pointers, set set a finals record for most threes made in a quarter that was set previously by himself and by uh, Ray Allen and Kenny Smith. Uh, he was tremendous for the most part through the first three quarters. Uh, Draymond Green, I thought, obviously he defends well. He ended up fouling out, um, but just couldn't couldn't make anything. He tried to be pretty aggressive. He took 12 shots tonight, which is kind of out of his character, but he was trying to stay aggressive and shots weren't falling for him. Uh, what what adjustments can Golden State make? Are, are there any adjustments within the rotations? Like we got to see some Andre Godala tonight, which I didn't really expect to see. Uh, there's no GP2 tonight. What what can they do moving forward? Yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, Clay having a better game would help. Six of fourteen, like, looks really nice on paper. But I thought, um, you know, some of the jumpers he took and just shots in general, it was a little bit like uh, it, it didn't feel super in the flow of the offense. There was a little bit of ball stopping. Um, I think that'll be interesting to see how that cleans up moving forward. Obviously, getting Jordan Poole going is going to be essential. I thought, you know, especially like you mentioned, Marcus Smart earlier, he was really, really damn good on Jordan Poole tonight. Um, yeah, finding more ways to get him open will be important. Uh, finding ways to make sure that Draymond isn't having to take as many shots as he did will be huge too. It felt like the Celtics really did a good job, especially like that's, you know, as they got back into the game more in the second, I say back in the game, they were down four going in the second quarter, but like, yep. you know, as things really unraveled in the second quarter to, to get them to, to where they had a lead at halftime, it felt like we saw so much of Draymond having to create things on the short roll. And obviously he's, he's capable of doing that. He's a good passer, but um, you know, with how much the ball was getting back into his hands, especially four shots from deep. Um, I'm going to be interested to see how that changes up. Yeah, this is already an absolutely fascinating series because you know that the Warriors have more left in the tank and more to give here. Uh, I do wonder about the Jordan Poole minutes and what those will look like because mm-hmm. if they're if the Celtics are able to match Smart and Poole's minutes to a degree, like you it absolutely neutralized him. I mean, he's a minus 19 tonight. And it, it looked that bad at times. Yeah, you know? he really struggled defensively. Yes, defensively, his his shot wasn't falling. He's one of five from three. He had that three to end the half where it hit the top of the backboard. It was just, it was not Jordan Poole's night. But there's going to be a Jordan Poole game. Like I just fully expect there to be a game where he shakes loose uh, and the Warriors probably get a, a win because of that. So... Mark, that's going to do it for today's show. Stay tuned for Nerder She Wrote with our guy Dave DeFore. Mark, send us out. Ding, ding, y'all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.